You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I want to look at all those games Saturday in the NCAAs because uh, everyone's going to be talking about all these games from Sunday and whatever. But I wanted to look back at some of those great games uh, that went down, like Tennessee kicking Duke's ass. 65 to 52 was the final. The Blue Devils shot 42% in the game. Not bad, but they were horrendous from downtown. 27% on 6 of 22 shooting. They shot miserably 57% from the line, but they only shot seven free throws in the game. Tennessee got 13. They shot 76%. Tennessee shot 42%, almost 43 from downtown, and 40% overall in the game, 23 of 57. And they had all kinds of productivity uh, and banging. I mean, they just out-physical Duke. I mean, it was like fifth-year seniors pushing around freshmen and sophomores. It was like grown men against really little boys. I mean, that's what it boiled down to. Namhua had a career-high 27 for the Vols, including 13 straight for Tennessee during a huge stretch in the second half. And the Vols just bullied around Duke. He said, we're tough, we're hard-nosed, that's how we play everybody. But knowing they had a lot of freshmen, we knew if we came in and applied more pressure and we were tough and physical, they'd have to deal with it. What we were saying before the game is we were going to bring them into the mud with us and make them play a tough, hard-nosed game and see if they were ready for that. And obviously, Duke wasn't. Tennessee, four seniors. It was just too much for the highly touted freshman that Duke has under John Shire. But the future is very bright for Duke. There's no doubt. Their 10-game winning streak went out the window. He replaced Krzyzewski. I thought did a great job this year with Duke. And they're going home after two NCAA games. And the bottom line is, I don't know if uh, Coach K would have done better, to be honest with you, with all those kids against those, like, beast-sized men. Rick Barnes said, we feel we're at our best when we can do that. Shire said, you have to really work for everything in a game like this. Uh, Duke turned the ball over 15 times. And you have to work to get open. So Tennessee advances to the Garden in New York City for the regional semis. Tennessee went into the tournament having lost 6 of 10 and nobody bought into their act. But now all of a sudden they're winning again. 
They're big. They're physical. Uh, they're defense first. And they create offense off of that defense. That's for sure. And now we'll see what happens with Derek Lively, Filipowski, and Proctor to see if they decide to go into the NBA draft or to come back to Durham for another season under Shire. How about San Diego State? They had no trouble at all beating up on Furman. Micah Parrish had 16. They blew him out 75-52. Darian Trammell had 13. Lamont Butler had 12. Bradley had uh, 10. And the bottom line is uh, they're in the Sweet 16 for the first time since 2004. The Aztecs, a five seed, have won 11 of their last 13 games. They'll be in the South Regional Semis in Louisville, Kentucky. The Aztecs are the first Mountain West team to get to the Sweet 16 since Nevada did it in 2018. It's going to be the third regional semi-appearance for the Aztecs and seventh for the Mountain West Conference overall. The Paladins had the huge upset of Virginia in their first game, and Bob Ritchie said, we wish we would have played better, wish we could have shot the ball better, but some of the times you have to give credit to the other team. San Diego State played great, but there's nothing that can take away from what this group has accomplished. It's an unbelievable story. I couldn't be more proud of the team at a time where I'm extremely disappointed that we didn't advance, but it's really hard to not pull the lens back a bit and see what that group was able to accomplish. San Diego State is 0-2 in Sweet 16 games. Brian Dutcher thinks they're going to go further. He said, now that we've settled into a rhythm and we know what this is about, I think we're going to play better moving forward. And that's really encouraging moving into the Sweet 16. I thought the best game of the day Saturday was Arkansas' stunning win over the number one seed Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, Their national title defense ended in the second round when Ricky Council made five free throws in the closing seconds. And eight-seeded Arkansas beat the number one seed, Kansas, 72-71. It was unbelievable, uh, this game. Arkansas was uh, playing a number one seed for the third straight year. Last year, they got knocked out by Gonzaga on the way to their second straight Elite Eight. This time, though, they played lousy early. And they got through foul trouble. They became the first team to beat a number one seed with three players fouling out. Musselman said, that's such an unbelievable win for our program. I keep telling people uh, that we're getting better. Not many teams can get better this time of year. I've never been prouder of a team like tonight. This guy after the game took his shirt off and was twirling it in the air in front of all the hog nation going crazy. I love that passion. Norm Roberts coached Kansas because Self was out for the fifth straight game. He had stents put in for a heart issue, and that was the end of him for this season. Kansas was ahead by eight at the half and lost for the first time in 27 games when they entered the second half with a lead. They had been 47-0 in NCAA tournament games when leading by eight or more at the half. The end of the game, Council's free throw put Arkansas ahead by one with 24 seconds left. He then got his own rebound of a miss on the second free throw and made two more free throws after he got fouled going to the 10. I love that he picked up the ball and went straight to the cup and tried to score, got fouled, and it gave the Razorbacks a three-point lead. 
Jalen Wilson got fouled for Kansas, went to the line and made both. So they lost by one. The Hogs are in the Sweet 16 for the 14th time. The only lower-seeded Razorback team to reach a reg- uh, regional semi was the 96 team, which was a number 12 under Nolan Richardson. And, I mean, if M- Musselman reaches the Final Four, uh, this guy's going to bring back those glory years at Arkansas. So they're in the Sweet 16 for the third straight year and will play in the regional semifinals in the West in Las Vegas on Thursday in Sin City. I thought Princeton was unbelievable in kicking Missouri's ass 78-63. Total domination belly-to-belly. Blake Peters made five three-pointers in the second half. The Tigers shocked Missouri to reach the regional semi for the first time in 56 years. They followed up their win over Arizona unbelievably, and then did the same thing to Missouri. Just beat them down, out-rebounded them, out-worked them, out-hustled them. They're going to play in Louisville in the regional semi on Friday night. Ryan Langborg led Princeton with 22 points. Peters had 17. How about a 44-30 rebounding edge and 16 offensive rips that led to 19 second-chance points? Unbelievable. Princeton hasn't made the Elite Eight since 1965. How about Houston, the other top seed? They wiped out a 10-point deficit at the break. And in the second half, just ran Auburn out of the building. Trayvon Mark had a career-high 26. And Sasser, your boy Marcus Sasser with his sore onions, had 22, including five three-pointers. The Cougs advanced to the regional semis in Kansas City, Missouri. The Cougs are heading to the Sweet 16 for the fourth time in the last five years under Kelvin Sampson. They still want to get to the Final Four, which is at NRG Stadium in their hometown of Houston. The program hasn't won a national title despite six appearances in the Final Four. I'll tell you what, that Texas-Penn State game was great. The Longhorns won it 71-66. They win by five. Guess what the spread was? Five and a hook, baby. And Pharrell had the Nittany Lions with that hook. The Marley, if you will. The famous new term for a bad beat for Texas betters. But a win for the Penn State side. They were going crazy at the sports books in Las Vegas. A four-point play was the difference. A four-point play at the end of the game. They got a three with a foul, made the free throw, and they covered the bet. Penn State was so great shooting the three in the Big Ten tournament and at the start of the NCAAs, but it all left them Saturday when they went 8 of 28 from downtown for 28%. Meanwhile, Texas shot 50% from the floor. They were horrible from three, 7%, but they shot 50% overall in the game, and it was just better than Penn State. Now the Longhorns will be in the Midwest Regional Semis in Kansas City at the T-Mobile Center. UCLA, the two seed, had to work hard, and they did it with defense, holding the seventh-ranked Northwestern Wildcats to one of 12 shooting during a key stretch late in the game to beat Northwestern by 5, 68-63. As UCLA makes it to 
a third straight Sweet 16 for the first time in 15 years. Remember, they'll play in the regional semis on Thursday night in Sin City. The Bruins are two wins shy of their 20th Final Four appearance. Your boy Hawkwes had 24 to lead UCLA. And the last game of the night, Saturday, you had Quinn Early with 22. Brandon Miller heated up with 19 as the top seed Alabama got rid of Maryland with a big second half, 73 to 51. They advanced to their second Sweet 16 in the last three years and ninth overall. They're going to be playing Friday night in Louisville in the regional semis. The Tide out-rebounded them 44-32 on the glass. The Tide have never reached the Final Four. Up next for them, San Diego State. You gotta love the NCAA Tournament. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.